Well, hello there. It's been a long time. Uh, this is Baltimore Sports Today, if I remember correctly. Isn't that right, Jabby Burns? I'm checking to see if this mic works still. Hold it on, let me sounds good from my end. All right. Yeah, I think it is uh, Baltimore <laughs> Sports Today. And the good thing is, Zach, I have no idea if this is number one or 400 and something. 421. How do we leave off on number 420? We left on we left 420 hanging for a long time, Jabby Burns. Yeah, well, if you look that up in the in the old books with the police officers back in the day and some of our wacky lettuce listeners might can get into that but 420, sometimes you have a 420 day and then all of a sudden you forget. So, they, I'm they just saying They think we did that on purpose. You know that, right? They think well, we left 420 up there on yeah. purpose. Well, if they had to guess, Triscuits for everybody. That's all I will say. Our last episode was called Machado on the Move? <laughs> question mark. How's he going? Where is where is Manny Machado? I it know was, where he wasn't. It was from December fifteenth, and mm-hmm. we still don't have an answer to that question. So some radio host Zach will take legendary time off when it comes to the holidays. You and I have broke that mold, Zach, and yeah. the millennial that you are, and the older gentleman that I am, <laughs> have actually made a fantastic idea, and here we are. Almost the start of February. Well, that's right. Gosh. Yeah, I can't believe that. I can. The baseball offseason kind of took the winter off too, though, (laughs) in fairness. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) Not just the Orioles. I mean, the Orioles took the offseason off. Yes. But so did everybody but the Brewers, it seems Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, the Brewers were hot. Ben, uh, they they got Cecil Cooper. They went out. They uh, they were able to pick up Ben Sheets. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is the new Brew How about Crew. Lorenzo Kane, oh, Christian Yelich, Matt Albers. Don't forget yeah. Matt Albers. No, Matt Fat Albers <laughs> got himself another deal. The new Tommy Hunter, supposedly according to people. With I, listen, Matt Albers. You can laugh at Matt Albers, and you can laugh at the bad gif when he's with the I think the Nationals, and he just looks Nets, like yeah. he looks like he got stung by a bunch of bees in his face. Uh, <laughs> I actually would just say this, Zach. That guy must throw cheese or be able to get people out. And his ERA is actually pretty decent. And last time I checked, he could probably start for the Orioles. Well, anybody could start for the Orioles because they yeah. they have two starters. So, legitimately, uh, do you think that's funny? I mean, we're doing shtick at the beginning of this thing and trying to figure out how to do this again. But do you think it's actually funny? This, I mean, at this point, it's kind of funny. Even when they went out and got Habaldo that one year, where they were trying <laughs> to add a spot late in in the um, into the winter, going into spring training. The Orioles legitimately have two starters, and one of them that they really have a tough time throwing more than once a week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think more than that, I think it's funny that they decided to hold a fan fest with, <laughs> without having more Fans. than two starters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I I you know I know Jonathan Scope and uh, and Manny Machado backed out. Uh, what man? If if I were Buck Showalter and Dan Duquette, I mean the guys that would actually you know that that have to answer the questions. I could see, I could get behind them backing out. You know, I could, I could get behind that because you think uh, it would be. You think Buck it. and Dan should should back out of fan fest? I do. I think, hey man, if anybody deserves it, uh, or or not deserves it, but you know, oh, yeah. shouldn't shouldn't have to stand there and answer the questions. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's those two guys. Although I do want Dan to answer for what what is going on this off season. I don't know, man. I don't Who's know, Dan. I, so you did, you didn't go to Fan Fest, right? I missed it, damn it. I live in I, Florida. I, I, you know how I go to go. opening day every year, Zach, and since I, I moved here in yeah. 
2000, so 99. So since 2000, I've hit every single opening day. This one could be in jeopardy because of this pesky gig that I've that I've created for myself, but we'll, we'll figure out a way, Zach. I, I'll say this. I don't think I've ever gone to FanFest outside of working there. I don't really? think I've ever actually just gone and stood in line. And I'm just, you know me, I'm the last autograph guy. I'm yeah. the last, like. I never got a, any autographs when I guy. went to FanFest, but I used to go every year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's around this time that I start to really get excited for baseball. Um, and that's and that's kind of what FanFest is all about. It's like, hey, we're, we are getting close to this whole thing happening. These guys are going to be down in Sarasota soon. And mm, we're going to so be fine. able to watch real baseball. And here we are on January 30th. Uh-huh. And I'm just, I, I'm. More than anything, I'm sad that I'm not feeling that way this year. I'm not feeling that excitement that I usually have. And it's for a few reasons. It's one of the reasons is because I think the Orioles are not going to be a great team this year. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> so that's a little disappointing. But even more than that is that they don't have a direction that they're going in. You know, I can, you and I have talked and. I can yeah. stomach a bad year with a plan, uh, but you, you have a GM and a manager who are in their last year. We don't know what their future holds. Uh, we've got a, a star player that they seemingly have spent all offseason trying to trade, haven't been able to trade, probably aren't going to re-sign, um, don't know what's going to happen there. The, uh, the, the face of the franchise is in a similar spot, though an aging veteran at this point, no real plan or direction uh, for him. Here comes FanFest, and, and the, the two biggest stars on the team decide at the last second not going to participate. Mm. So what, what's the sales pitch? You know, what's, How do you get <laughs> excited for this team right now? How do you do it? What do you do? Okay, so I've worked there during the dog days. Remember, I was there from no. 01 to 05. I would like to call that um, – I don't know. Our big offseason, Zach, I always bring this up, is the Tejada – Javi Lopez, and there was another donk that, that was also included in that whole deal. Um, those three guys came out, and it was going to be a big deal. And that, you know, I think that was 04. Had some guys come out. Everybody's fired up. The year, my favorite year is when they got Sammy Sosa. That, to me, is still my favorite favorite Orioles moment is when he told the limo – or I'm sorry, the van that went to pick him up at BWI to go back – I only travel in limos, and we all know what happened to Sammy. He's turned into a pink face. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I do think that it's very difficult right now inside those warehouse walls to kind of figure out how to sell tickets. And even myself, who's a 29-game plan holder and loves to go to games, we've actually moved to a 13 because the family had backed out. Not because of the team. They have other things that that's going on more than anything else, just, just to be fair. But I've never been less – I mean – Less excited, Zach, about the prospects of being able to there. Now the offense will be there. Like, I'm yes. sad that I feel Absolutely. that Absolutely. Now we could surprise everybody, and we could go major league on everybody, and have an amazing season. And the Indians, you know, rise to the top, and all of a sudden make a make make a run, like the Indian, you know, like in major league. But I just I can't see it based on the way the division. I'm not even upset about the divisions, Zach. The division can do whatever they want. If you could show me that you could have more than two starters and since you and i have done this wacky program and since you know i've even known you've always talked about pitching and and i've always said zach you're just this young kid that all is about numbers and everything <laughs> like, zach you're right by the way just like i always tell my wife <laughs> you're right zach it's all about pitching no matter what through 162 you have to have really good pitchers 
Orioles have two. And when I say two, I mean two pitchers. I'm not saying they're great pitchers. I think Gossman is what he is, and, and I think Bundy is somebody that could be a 1A, 2 plus. You know what I mean? Like if you're grading. I mean he's good, and it's great, but it's fine. They don't have even prospects that we could go like – that's the part that, that kills me, Zach, is that we don't have guys who are like, oh, my God, I can't wait for – do you really want to see Ryan Mountcastle at the major league level at this point? Not particularly. No. Do you think Chance Cisco is going to tear the cover off the ball, Zach, and throw guys at it about a 37% chance? I don't. Okay. So, I mean, we're talking about these guys, and I love Trey Mancini, and I, and I think that, you know, seeing Manny for one more year playing shortstop, and, oh, man, I can't believe Tim Beckman decided to go to third base. By the way, that guy made, like, about, I don't know, 18 errors at shortstop. I think Tim can move over to third base and figure it out over there because he's not a shortstop, in my opinion, defensively. And then, you know, the bad news that John's getting from his, I think, bad advice yeah. from his agent to say, I, I'll just tell you this. It has nothing. Manny and Scope's decision to go to or not go to FanFest were not like, hey, I, bro, we're not going to go. We'll show everybody. We're taking a knee. We're calling Kaepernick. We're doing this bit. No. Manny's is a legitimate reason that I won't say, but it, it's a legitimate reason. But Manny also had a fake legitimate reason, in my opinion, last year with the whole baby um, in the family thing. He's a family guy when, he, when it's convenient for him. That's fine. And Manny's not going to be here. So really, in the end, it really doesn't matter. John's is absolutely stupid. And his advice to not do that because he could be the really – even if it's a franchise, anytime you have a chance to be the face of a franchise, which he was in a position to basically do because as much as we love Adam Jones, John was in that position to do that, to make a really bad calculated move like that, even if it's a fan face, in a town like Baltimore, I think was a poor decision. Yeah, I agree. I think it was really poor. And you know how much I love John. I know. I know. So I'm sure that's that's – Tough to see, tough to And the manager is not ex- – he's de- as much he as – He didn't hold back. Yeah, he didn't well, he hold never back does. He didn't sugarcoat it one yes. bit, uh, which he's I not, really loved. They're not happy over there with that, that and, at all. And, and he's in a spot where, you know, it's it's defensible if he were to, you know, go light on the comments there because he's he's also a guy looking for – that next year, you know? Well, that's the thing. Why would you alienate? This is my point on the whole agent thing. Why would you alienate a team that's willing to give you more than a lot of other teams are willing to give you? Let, let's be honest. You usually know better about the player that you have. And from every all accounts, John's a family guy, loves want, loves playing here, you know, all the different things. Did his head get too big all of a sudden in the offseason? Or is he getting some bad? I mean, how many players that you know would get some bad advice? Regardless if the Orioles are going to be good or not in the next couple of years, it's irrelevant, right? If you come from John's perspective, his perspective should be making as much amount of money and kind of making his career longer based on what he can do with his family, you know, that kind of thing. That's what I think that he made a really poor position because really now he had people that loved him to all of a sudden go, "Mm," you know, and in Baltimore, again, I use Baltimore as I'm not saying everybody would made a big difference in any other city. Baltimore, though, when they know Manny Machado is already gone because most Baltimorean fans know that Manny Machado is probably leaving and they're going to probably hate him in a year and a half or whatever it is. Jonathan Scope could have really ascended to that spot and really helped that, and I think he did a poor job of it. Well, yeah, and not only that, but the fan base is also in a very frustrated spot to begin yep. with. Um, so they, because they're already feeling that way, I think it's even easier to you know pile on to those feelings, uh, and that's pretty much exactly what what Scope's decision to to not. 
go to FanFest as done. Yep. They've decided, okay, well, now I, I can be pissed about this as well, you know? Well, it's just another distraction. The team didn't need another distraction. The last thing they needed. They knew Manny wasn't coming. Scope was a last-minute thing. And, listen, I love Adam Jones more than anybody else, and I love him on Twitter, and I think he's hilarious, and I love what he's done for Baltimore. He's probably my, he's, he's really ascending towards Nick Marquegas' level for me as an all-time Oriole. He, he trolled everybody and said, I'm not going know, to FanFest. So, I mean, you knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, well, it's just Adam being funny, trying to kind of make some light of the situation. Yeah. But you could tell he was even pissed. Oh, and yeah. And, and everybody was. Trey why. Mancini had no idea until someone from the blogosphere basically let him know as well. He didn't know that. Uh, he had no idea that that scope wasn't coming either. Like, he was just totally. So that was one of those last second type things. And. That's what makes it worse is that all of a sudden, you know, you know, you can even make up an excuse if you want to. If, you, if it's that big of a deal or trying to make this big grandstand type deal, you know, like Manny did last year or whatever. And this year, it's kind of in the same way. I mean, I can understand there is something that's going on, but still, it doesn't matter. So I it's have two not questions. For scope. Two questions for you. First question is, what's going on with the Orioles? The second question oh, is, what's going on in Major League Baseball? Um, let's let's start with the Orioles. What what is going on with the Orioles? Why why is there no sense of urgency? Do they think that they can win with what they have? Do they realize um, that that that's going to be incredibly unlikely? Do they think that they can still trade Manny Machado? Is that the plan? What do they do with Dan and Buck? What's going on with the Orioles? Fill, fill me in. Help me Jesus. out. Fill me in, he says from Southwest North Florida. <laughs> um, I think they really, there's so much dysfunction up top in the fourth, you know, the fourth floor of the warehouse. I, I mean, I think that's where it's all kind of stemming from. I mean, there really is no communication. Um, think about it. Buck and Dan are all on the shit, right? They're free agents. They're the one-year one year deals, right? yeah. Lame duck. Everybody's kind of a lame duck over there if you really think about it. So Adam's kind of a lame duck. I mean, Jonathan obviously has showed you that he thinks he's a lame duck. Um, Machado has been talked about. And we, we think all these trade rumors. There's so many trades that they should they should have made. Think about this too. Think about how snake pick they are, Zach, going even back to the Britain deal that you and I talked about last late July that they should have did with the Astros that everybody keeps saying that they had no chances. It was there if they wanted it. And now Zach's out basically for the year. And also, hell, here's a weird thing. Zach's going to be a free agent after this Achilles heals. So, yeah. I mean, and Chris, the funniest thing to me, Zach, that makes everything so, like, crystallized of how this, how poorly they've handled this, is Chris Tillman moved to Sarasota, Florida, on purpose to be able to work out, to be closer, to understand that he wants to get it. And he's there in the, like, working out with the Orioles, and he's not even on the team. He's working out in Sarasota, and he's not even on the Orioles. And who do you think said that they were, quote unquote, interested in Chris Tillman? Zach, I'll give you three guesses, and they all rhyme with Moo Jays. Because <laughs> you surprised. say that they always just troll the Orioles. They do. Well, they always take the Orioles. Uh, oh, they want him. It goes Earth. all the way back. To... All right. Uh, MLB, you're going to have to tell me, Zach, because this has been the, one of the worst. You tell me. Is J.D. Martinez a, a, Red, Sox or, a Red Sox or not? <laughs> I can't I believe. So, uh, I mean, what's going on in Major League Baseball? It's it's crazy 
the amount of free agents that are are left out there for the taking right now and, and we kind of you know early on we're saying oh well once otani signs then we're going to start to see it all kind of fall into oh, place and he's and hurt you're going to line up yeah, he's hurt too um and that just never happened and we've gotten these articles about are the teams colluding i don't think they are colluding i think that teams realize that you don't in in 2018 and beyond or at least the last few years you don't win by spending you know hundreds of millions of dollars on aging free agents you win by developing young talent or acquiring young talent um and they you know teams are less willing to hand out contracts to guys that you know they're going to get burned on the back end of that for and and i think uh, for that reason, we haven't seen the type of market for these guys that, that we have before. Now, that doesn't mean that we couldn't you know, wake up tomorrow and suddenly see these teams that, that need these pieces start to pay the money that we expected you know, you Darvish and Jake Arrieta to make. I, I still think that that's a possibility. But every day that passes makes me wonder... You know, have have the teams, do they have all the control? Are they holding all the chips? And are these guys not going to make all the money that they expected to make when they hit this market at the end of the 2017 season? It's really, really uh, a fascinating thing to see. I mean, there's there are some big names. And, and to the point where there was an article out this week or last week about some of these guys, you know, joining a, uh, going to a, making their own spring training camp to, to work out together, um, which is, you know, just wild to, to hear that that's even a possibility. So yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I can't believe some of these guys are still out there. It's, it's pretty nuts. Well, I have a question. Is Eric Hosmer on a team? Uh, not, no, Eric Hosmer is no. not on okay. a team. So Eric Hosmer, who was probably the top is Moustakis on a team? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, isn't that crazy that you don't think so? Think about these guys. We're talking about, I mean, Hosmer, if you look at his numbers, at least DraftKings-wise, whatever, he was a, he's a monster, right? He would be somebody starting first baseman. Should be, I mean, I'm talking about we're into late. We're, let's just say we're February, right? And maybe you and I turn the tables. We get the hot stove. We put some. We put a you know a huge Duraflame on it, and all of a sudden you and I, you know, tomorrow morning we wake up from this pro show. I mean, you know what? Maybe they were waiting for us, Zach, waiting for us to come off our winter <laughs> break. And now it's time the hot stove starts, and and guys are flying off the board. And I'm only I'm not picking Kansas City out of nowhere, but I would tell you this: if you asked me in the off season who would sign first, whether it was Mustakis, Hosmer, or Kane, I guarantee Kane would be my third out of those three. Yeah, it's pretty. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. Is Alex Cobb on a team? This no. is my game. We're playing a game here. How great is this game? Alex Cobb right. is, free is not agent. on a team. Okay. Yep. Is you Darvish done telling everybody who he's going to sign with and not going to sign with <laughs> yet? <laughs> not yet, because he's still okay. out there too. Well, last time I checked, he wasn't that great in the playoffs or the you know late last year. But he could probably start for the Orioles. I don't know if they know he's still out there too. My, my I, I think you're right, Zach. I think it's the. It, it's the slowest off season. Now I, I'm glad we've done this because I, I felt like because both you and I have gotten gotten busier and become adults here, and I've I'm like an adult twice compared to you, like in regards to age. 
um, we've, we're letting these things pass. No, nothing's going on. My phone hasn't been blowing up with all kinds of wacky things that are going on. If Lorenzo Kane going to there and the Marlins selling off the team, basically selling the team as quickly as possible, which <laughs> I have no, I actually have no problem with what he's done there because I, I actually think in the end there with whatever Jeter does for some reason will turn to gold. So I'm gonna, just going to take my chances that they know what they're doing down there and they're not just selling it so that they can move. Don't the Marlins do this every other year anyways? Well, I think it's even more of a teardown than, than people yeah. were expecting. But I is think, the Orioles not a teardown? Well, that's a problem. They're not <laughs> They're not tearing it down. They're this well, m- middle team that, you know, it, it's exactly where teams don't want to be, you know. Right. You don't want to be a, a, a mid-70s win team because – you got no place to move up, and you're you're not uh, bad enough to to build, you know, through the draft or whatever. It's it's no. It's you know what? I got a great comparison be. for this too, and it's is actually very what's going on right now. Zach Blake Griffin. I know you don't know who that is. He plays for the Clippers. The Clippers are an NBA basketball team. Tonight <laughs> was traded to the Detroit Pistons. Now, you might say Joe Dumars, you might say Otani, whatever. It doesn't matter about what the Pistons are. The question is that Blake Griffin got traded because now they're going to move a couple other 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 guys. And I understand the NBA and baseball are different, but what the Clippers have decided is they're not going to beat. Here's a real spoiler alert. They're not going to beat Golden State or some other great team from the East in the NBA Finals. Let's try to get somebody, get some players in return and try to build ourselves into what Zach talked about at the beginning of the program. Let's try to actually take some of these prospects and turn them into things where we can become, I don't know, who won the World Series last year, Zach? The Houston Astros. Weren't we calling the Houston Lastros two years ago? Yeah, and they, yeah. they tore it down and completely built it back up. They traded built it back anything up to the of value back. and and worked their and way up. And actually drafted. How was their draft, Zach? Fantastic. Huh. Fantastic. You Developed add, so you from within. Some guys. Oh, made how some about really they went great out moves. They, they got Justin Verlander at the break. How did they get Justin Verlander at the break, Zach? They had the pieces to do it. Oh, oh that's a weird concept, isn't it? it how is. did the How did the Red Sox get Chris Sale last year? Uh, they had the pieces to do it. Oh, that. weird. So here, here's my thing. The Orioles have the least amount of scouts in baseball. That's a fact. That's not even just doing bad shtick, like just say that out of nowhere. And They have the least amount of scouts in baseball. We have the least amount of people going into other countries where most of your studs are coming from than any other team in baseball. So the, right there, you're already off to a bad start because yeah. how many – I mean you have an A ball, a double A, a triple A. And I always say I know that the minors aren't going to make it. And I know that guys now are coming up faster, Zach, from like getting drafted in baseball. But you can't have the least amount in a compete, not only in our division. I, I think people la- – I laugh when people always say, oh, the AL East, man. Oh, man, that's how grinder. Oh, is it a grinder? You could go to the AL – you think the AL West would be that much better? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not for this team right now. No. no not for this Are they better than the Indians slash no. White Sox in a couple years? Because no. really the White Sox actually done the right thing, right? What did the White Sox do? They, they tore it down. You know, a team that I think has really done it has really done it well has been the Milwaukee Brewers, who are a team. Mm. I mean, you you can play the the woe is me small market thing all you want. Um, you're not going to find a more small market than the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, nope. that that's not going to happen. They they you know care about the Packers. The, yeah, and they hardly have what a hundred million dollar payroll. Way less usually. Um, the yep. Orioles have you know uh, what right around 150 or so. 
And the Brewers uh, went from a team that, you know, was kind of where the Orioles were. They got rid of their veterans, but, you know, started to uh, stick around with some of their younger players. Um, they never really became that, that Astros or Cubs, that team that totally tore it down to the bottom to where the team was completely unwatchable. They won, I think, in like the mid-80s last year. Yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, and have had a fantastic offseason yeah. this year. Traded a bunch of prospects for Christian Yelich. Signed a couple free agents. They're going to be a really good team this year. Um, and and that's they won 86 games last year. That's how I would like to see uh, the Orioles do it. You know, that's that's how I would like to see a, a, a team that needs to get back to uh, being a contender do it. You know, I, and and I can well, deal Zach, with a full how could they compete blown, in that division? How could they compete in that division? Well, with having a plan is a good place oh. to start. <laughs> right. Having a plan, letting me know what's going to happen. You know, what happened when the Orioles brought Andy McPhail in? They they did a teardown, and they right. were very honest about that. And they told us, you know, what was going to happen. And it didn't all work out, but hey, we, we got some pretty good teams out of that whole thing. Um, I can get behind that again, but I just need to know the direction. That's what I need to hear. I just need to know what to root for, what I can be excited for, what I should watch in 2018. Because there's, I feel like I don't know, even know what to, you know, be optimistic about. So... You're not even in the it's it's your thing is at least just give me it's even if it's the plan that we're going to re- be re- you know what we're going to be terrible. You yep. can get behind that. And I, and I think a lot of people in, with some baseball mind can say, God, I've been waiting for that. They're going to get steamed. So you get that half. Right. Or you say we're going for it. We're going to spend more money. I'm 86, 87, July 4th. I'm going to spend all the money. My kids don't need it. You know, and I'm, and I'm speaking to the owner like, hey, let's go out. We're going to get this guy, this guy. I want to make another run. One more window type thing. Didn't do that. We're the t- we're that we're that group. That's just what you said at the beginning, the middle. And you never want to no, be in the you middle. Never want to be in the middle. No, because no. you know what that means? You don't have a direction. So no you don't have any good news for me. You don't have any. Any uh, any insight to make me feel a little bit better about this? I, no, 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 you're, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I do have some good news for you, Zach. I will be in Sarasota March 10th <laughs> through the 17th. Uh, Siesta Key, if you want to come shout at your boy. Uh, I'll be at the Yankees-Orioles game that Wednesday. I'd like to see if maybe you can come down and maybe join us there. Uh, and then I'm going to see – I'm going to Bradenton as well, Zach. Ooh, I'm going to make that, that track that minute trek from uh, sarasota to bradenton and that beautiful town of bradenton as you know it's classy it's dundalk south and i'm gonna go see the orioles and pirates in there so i could check off another stadium in our uh, stadium tour of the uh grapefruit league nice i like it i'll be now uh you're saying good news about the orioles i yeah. don't have any good news for you I, yeah. I will say this zach the orioles will wait until probably february to make a move how about that i got that for you <laughs> What's today? Uh, I think you're right. Oh, by the way, another good news, Zach. It could be a snow day here. And as a quote-unquote teacher, and I put those air quotes way, way, way above my head. And when I say that, I mean roll the balls to the kids. Um, we could have a snow day again tomorrow. And I'll say this. I'm on to a heater when it comes to snow days here in the Maryland area because of our um, – we've been having some clippers coming through here, Zach. And one to two inches in Maryland will shut it down. Could be a snow day here tomorrow from what I hear. <laughs> I know. What do you got? About sixty-five? No, nah, it's gonna be in the forties tomorrow. Oh man, shut it down, baby! Get Not the ready heat for going. That. Propane for everybody. 
So what's going on down there? Speaking of, I, I know that um, you know we, we give us some good news down there. Obviously, is Miss Will pregnant? Are you guys getting ready <laughs> wow. to move into your eighth house? Is no. you Disney yet? Well, what's the going on? The good news is that it's that it's not uh, super busy. So that's right. there's not much to report. Don't and people that's the say good news. Florida's best time to come to Florida is really legitimately late January, Honestly, February? Right now, don't tell anybody. But right now no. is the time. Well, no one's listening. So because yeah, okay. because we want it all to ourselves. It is the best time. (laughs) It really is. That's why when we get a forty degree day, I'm like, man, because it's uh, it's an enjoyable time. It's forty degrees for you, like it is for me, because I'm just a shorts guy. Do you still wear your your shorts, but then the long sleeve shirt? Oh man, I used to, and now I'm such a wimp about the cold, (laughs) man. I am. I'm such a wimp about it. Forty degrees is gonna feel like sixteen degrees used to feel for me. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not good at it anymore. I my my blood is thinner, man. All the pictures I see you, you got sunglasses on, shorts, and usually like a um, kind of like I don't know, a sticky T-shirt. Usually is what's going <laughs> that on. That is well. true. Accurate description. <laughs> Vans. Well, like I miss a, it. I tell an you, Orioles hat and uh, yes. and Ray there's Vans. that. Yes. <laughs> Yep. And you're ta- you're taking a picture with a princess. One <laughs> of those things are going on, and I don't know who that princess is, but <laughs> that's seems- accurate. All right. Well, well so what we- we're going to come back with some good news. What in another hundred days? What do you think? I don't know, man. Hopefully, we'll open the floodgates for the baseball offseason. We'll at least have something to talk about here soon. You know? Yeah. Uh, we I got think- some stuff. What the puck? I mean, the what the puck's got to be cranking. Our, our and, caps are doing. Yeah, and, and the XFL's coming back. <sighs> God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Two more years, but it's going to be clean. There's not going to be strippers and everything. Did you remember that? How that is going to work <laughs> at all. Like, it's WWE, but we're not doing all the shtick. I and I was like, what? That, I mean, football is, is on the decline, right? I mean, I definitely. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's I was absolutely wondering, is on the that decline. what you want to buy into? Is that the, is that the time? Or maybe they're buying low. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe they're Bitcoining it up. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think I think it's oversaturated. I think it's a bad product, and they're gonna they're gonna continue to saturate us with a bad product. I don't, I don't see how it's gonna work. Are we talking about the Orioles now? What, which way are you going? There? <laughs> talking I'm about? talking football, man. Who's the Who's the best player in football in the NFL, Jeb? Uh best player. Yeah, who's I, the best I mean, player? Antonio Brown, off the top uh, of my head. Really. It's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not the best player. Oh, oh I mean, do I, yeah, okay. I see yeah, Tom Brady's. Yeah, so I think Tom Brady's the best. Eighty. Player. He's got a bad hand, right? He's, he's in the, the best reasons. player. Right? Don't you think God. having a forty-year-old as your biggest star, as your best player, is a bad thing for a league? Because I think that's a pretty bad thing. I, I bet everybody loves the Patriots. Though, I, think, I think it's really a bad <laughs> thing. I think it's a bad thing that your your best player is forty years old and, and cheater, and is not going to be around for very much longer. Um, and a year and a half ago, you were basically calling him a huge cheater and told, and basically said that the team cheats are all these Super Bowls, and now they're in another Super Bowl after know. coming back from the biggest comeback in the history. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this: take the six and a half. That's what I'm going to. That's that's <laughs> your close, that's your closing bell right there for the um, nice. stock. Right. I like it. Sounds good. Because Vegas is screaming for you to take the Patriots at, at six and a half. Just just look just look at that and think about it. Whatever Vegas would want you to do, do the opposite. <laughs> like and get, get a bunch of squares because the game's going to be terrible. Yeah. I have a feeling you are correct. 
Yes. <laughs> but we'll be back to talk about it because that's what we do is on this show. We talk about the Super Bowl and um, kneeling. That's what we're into. <laughs> Sports talk is miserable right now, isn't it? It's awful. All right. Well. And the Terps suck too in basketball. Don't get me started. Oh, Patrick man. Gutsby is still alive. Poor guy. Oh, poor poor guy. This weekend stuff. Zach, it was a, it was a pleasure, and uh, I, I look forward to doing this again in about thirty days. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Hopefully less. Always good talking to you, Jab. You too, pal. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your week. We'll hopefully talk to you again <laughs> soon.